0: It's All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence. To close out 2020 and start the new year, we're sharing two days of fun, light, and inspiring stories and exclusive musical performances from our Off the Road interview series found on our HPR mobile app and at hawaiipublicradio.org. Just look for the Off the Road banner on the front page. One guest you'll find is legendary reggae band Third World, whose guitarist and gifted storyteller Stephen Cor joined us remotely from Jamaica. Damian Marley says it was at your house he did his first ever recording as a little boy. You remember that?
1: Of course I remember that. They snuck into my personal <laughs> studio and did it. <laughs> so when I was away traveling, they went in there smoked up a bag of weed inside the place and went and recorded a couple of things on their own and stuff. But I was on tour, and when I came back, I heard about it. I was on the ground laughing. I thought it was the coolest thing in history. I mean, these are the memories, Dave. These are the memories.
0: Because I've got you in this mood of remembering nice things. I can can hear your smile when you smile, knowing you. (laughs) Share some of the moments that you spent with Damien that are particularly meaningful or touching to you.
1: Well, I think my greatest moment with Demon Marley is taking him and Shia to reggae Sunsplash. Shabarangs and Ninja Man were going to clash. This was the thing for that generation at the time. This was a Thursday night, and I was playing on the Friday night. The kids begged me, begged me, begged me. I said, listen, I have to work tomorrow, you know, so can't... Mommy Cindy and Mommy Donna take you, and both Mommy Cindy and Donna said, you're on your own with this one kettle. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to take the two boys to this dance hall night at Sunsplash. And nothing started, Dave, until 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's when the warm-up act started. They were just doing pure rubbish the whole night. Pure rubbish was coming my way. And You have to understand, I'm standing there with the two kids, and their energy is up. My energy is way, way down, because <laughs> I've had to drive them to the park. I've had to get through the line, everybody. Cat, 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 corgis, that, 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 all that stress. I've had to get in, I've had to get them settled. And you know, they were young, so I have to be looking after them <laughs> minute by minute after watching them. You know, I can't lose them in the crowd or something ridiculous like that. So it is very stressful. And then nothing doesn't happen until 4, 4.30. Then Ninja Man comes on and he goes on with his thing for like, I mean, and he went on and on and on. And the two boys just went absolutely nuts. <laughs> And then shavarangs flew down in a helicopter. <laughs> oh my God, the two of them were trembling like, like the earthquake was going on. I just said, guys, calm down, calm down, calm down, you know?
0: Now I understand why you have the relationship after you tell him that crazy story. Now I get why you're so close uh, with Damien. And how old was he when you took him to that Sunsplash cat?
1: Um, I would say probably shy was eight, he was nine.
0: And from Third World, we turned to guitar legend Al Miola, who joined us from his home in New Jersey and shared a fun story that began when making his first of two albums covering songs by the Beatles.
2: It has to be about eight years ago, and I was on tour in Europe, going through a kind of a, a difficult time in my life, had to think of something to do on my days off. And since my musicians lived in Europe, they would go home on those days if we had a three-day break or whatever. I was uh, stuck in a hotel thinking what I'm going to do. So this was something that was in the back of my mind for a long time to someday get to a point where I can lend my own kind of uh, style to some of the classics of pieces that I still love and listen to quite often, the Beatles. And I was looking for studios in the area that I was in, which was at that time Prague, which I couldn't find anything decent enough. And then it just dawned on me, wow, what about Abbey Road? And so I made that happen. Found a friend in London who sussed it out for me, and and he called me back and said, man, they're open, they got one day open. The rest of the time they're doing um, mostly soundtracks and commercials. This was kind of a present to myself, where I was going to take my own money, not wait for a record deal, and just make a record at Abbey Road. Of course, that one day turned into three days. I got three tracks done. I was in total heaven at the time, because (laughs) it it really felt like I was a five-year-old experiencing Disney World for the first time. Sure. (laughs) It was that kind of thrill. It was the same place they recorded those classics. Same floor, same walls, same equipment, largely. So then I went back to the States with the intention of finishing it, and I couldn't match the sound, whether it would be in my studio or in New York City. So I figured, well, I better go back because I already set the bar so high. Right. But before I went back, I decided to rent a house, and get away so I could just focus on arranging pieces like Penny Lane and other ones that I am the walrus, pieces like that. So
0: this is the Long uh, Island story. I, the Long Yeah. You heard about this? One? I love it. It's
2: great. Keep going. Yeah. So, so I, <laughs> I'm in a restaurant. I'm looking through a paper for listings and it was right before Labor Day. And really, there wasn't much available unless it was like, you know, a zillion dollars on the beach. (laughs) So I found this one little ad at the very bottom of the paper, called the guy up. And the guy says, I normally don't rent my house out, but I'm considering it this time. And if you need it for four or five days, maybe I can do it. I don't know who you are. You say you're a musician, but you sound like a nice guy. I said, well, thank you. He calls me back. He goes, look, I got to tell you something. I I can give you the house, but you got to be cool because your next-door neighbor is kind of a famous pop guy. And I went, uh, okay, I'll uh, be cool. if uh, You mind telling me who it is? He goes, Paul McCartney. And I just dropped my spoon in the soup, and it was kind of like the bucket wish list. Right. It was the first one on the list, you know. So here, here I was, the next-door neighbor for that period of time, a Paul, right? Hoping that he'd be there. So I put in my GPS next day. I go out there and there he is right there in the driveway with his wife and some friends. I got to meet him that night and a couple of days after that. And I just witnessed him pulling in and out of the driveway with his uh, Brown Rolls Royce. And he alternated between a Brown Rolls Royce and a, a dark green Bronco. I remember, and uh, and I'm on the porch watching him pull in and out of the driveway, running in and out of the house while I'm arranging Penny Lane and everything, and it's going just so surreal, man. Oh, God. So we go one year later, and this is after going back to Abbey Road and everything, which I told him I was doing, and I hope he didn't think I was a stalker. But uh, <laughs> I, a whole year later, I come back with my then-girlfriend, who she's now my wife, and we had the finished C D. she goes, Why don't you go next door and give it to him? I said, No, nah, I can't. She goes, I'll go. I said, Really? So she goes, Yeah, write him a letter first. So I wrote him a letter, I stuck it in the C D. She went over. We see him pull in the driver, she runs over and gives the C D to the person at the door. I don't even know if you got to hear it.
0: Do you have a guitar near you? I kinda do. You wanna grab it and maybe uh make a little uh make a little mm-hmm. little aloha happen for Hawaii? Mm-hmm. and uh-huh. I love it. And that's a little taste of Al Miola's contribution to our Off the Road series. Hear everything we've recorded so far on our mobile app and at hawaiipublicradio.org. Just look for the Off the Road banner and join us tomorrow for another round of story and performance highlights. I'm Dave Lawrence.